0: You're listening to the YouTube Marketing Accelerator Podcast, helping businesses and marketers all over the globe dominate the internet's second largest search engine. Here's your host, Matt Johnston. Hey, that's me. Thank you for that intro. (laughs) As always. How's everybody doing today? Thank you so much for being here. We've got a great show here for you. I love it when we, when we can key in on a very specific segment of YouTube advertising uh, that a lot of people aren't necessarily using all of the time because often when you can test different types of things, you'll start to see different audiences start to pop. So I'm here with Nicholas Ayers, and he works with very interesting, he works a lot with custom intent audiences and infinity audiences. So that's what we're going to talk a lot about today. And of course, I'm sure we'll get to some other things around uh, Under the Sun. Thanks so much for being here, Nicholas. Hey, Matt, what's going on, man? Happy to
1: be here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for letting me uh, join the, join the party here.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So Nicholas owns an agency and he mostly works with he he does a lot of lead gen for insurance and I think others as well. Do, do you want to just talk a little bit about uh, your background and how you
1: came to YouTube ads? Sure. I think uh, I think it's kind of an extensive one. So for the last 20 years or so, plus years, I've been involved with video marketing. Uh, long before YouTube existed, um, I was uh, involved with video. I got my start uh, working a camera uh, in a public access TV station at 16 years old. Uh, was cheap labor at the time and fell in love with video fell in love with the editing and the content creation side of video. This was before internet video was even a thing um, and so predominantly I was making videos for small businesses for live presentations and uh, you know things of that nature and then the internet came along and about for the last 10 plus years I really fell in love uh, with the marketing aspect. Uh, just marketing in general, and so what I wanted to do, and and in that, you know, I fell in love with with copywriting and with uh, persuasion, and uh, you know, understanding human behavior and psychology. So what I what I did was uh, I wanted to marry the two things together. Video marketing, which is just a, a mechanism and a vehicle to consistently tell your story or promote your brand, and uh, really trying to use the concepts that you would find in traditional copywriting or advertising in uh, with YouTube. Uh, YouTube ads is fa- a fantastic avenue for this, right? It's just a vehicle, but it's a fantastic vehicle that allows you to communicate to that. So what we've done, uh, I've started numerous companies. I still own a couple to this day. And what I've always done is used video as the key mechanism to drive business that way. And this is why I love small business owners, predominantly in brick and mortar, uh, or, you know, digital doesn't really matter, but helping people, uh, scale their business with consistent opportunities and leads, uh, which ultimately turn to sales and revenue uh, with YouTube ads is kind of where we're at. So we we have Major League Video Marketing, which is a training program for business owners to essentially learn those things, those tactics, uh, really learn the marketing side and how to apply that to the Google platform. That's awesome. And and why
0: did you choose uh YouTube? YouTube ads specifically. I mean, obviously YouTube is the video capital of the internet, but there's a lot of places where video marketing can happen. Why YouTube?
1: And well, I mean, and we do focus on those, but the—that's not my bias. Uh, for me, I like to get as close to the sale as humanly possible because I'm not a very good salesperson. And so, what that means is, is I'd rather get in front of people when I know that they're leveraging or when they're using Google in any capacity. So, uh, people are going to be researching when they're researching, when they're watching, when they're learning. That's when they're closest to the sale. Uh, and and you, there are other platforms that are great. You know, Facebook is a great platform for video. However, it's a very uh, top. Funnel uh, platform, you know, people don't go. I tell people, people don't go on Facebook unless they're there to argue about the president, show off pictures of their kids, um, or share, you know, the latest pork chop recipe, and that's great. It's a social engagement platform. People go there for community. They go there for engagement. They go there for the dopamine hits that what that happens when you know they post a photo or a picture or a status, and people love it, right? That's fine. If you know how to leverage that, that's great. But for me. I want to get in front of people, uh, who are closest to making a buying decision. And that's why mm. I prefer, uh, I prefer YouTube ads or Google ads over uh, other platforms. Other platforms are great, but just not my bias, not my preference.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I love that. I mean, that that's what I talk about all the time as far as the, where, where you're at with YouTube ads. I mean, you're almost getting them down the funnel. You're actually funneling them through with your video ad creative often and qualifying them. Uh, it, it, it definitely makes a lot of sense. So I'm, I'm kind of interested here. So, so you're working a lot with local businesses on YouTube ads, right? Um, and some people might say at the beginning, you know, okay, so you're working with insurance, lawyers. These are sort of dry topics mm-hmm. often. What are your tactics and strategies to, uh, to get conversions there?
1: Well, it, it really all starts, and that's a great question. And So yes, to, to bring further clarity to that, m- uh, I work a lot with insurance. I work a lot with mortgage and real estate. I work a lot with people who uh, are... Uh, brick and mortar, you know, some of them, most of them under 50 employees, but some of them that are over. Um, and really, it really all boils down to the script. The script is the most important aspect of your video. It's not the targeting. It's not the, it's not them, it's not anything. It's the script. And in the script, you have different layers of, of importance within that. Uh, and this is where, you know, the, the love for copywriting comes in. It's say it translates to script writing. If you don't have a compelling offer, if you don't have a compelling reason for people to want to make a In your favor or to, you know, in technical terms, go from uh, viewer to conversion, then it doesn't really matter. You can have the greatest targeting in the world. You can say, Google, show my ad to people who meet this criteria, this criteria, this criteria, this criteria, and they are this exact human being. And Google – in its all infinite power, uh, will be able to do that. However, if your offer is poor, if your script is poor, then your ad won't convert. I tell people all the time, I am not in the market to buy a timeshare. If someone shows me a timeshare video in an ad, then as soon as that skip button comes up, I skip it because I'm not the market for it. And the offer isn't going to compel me to want to change my mind and persuade me to buy a timeshare. It just won't. Nothing short of you giving me a timeshare for free is going to make me want to buy your timeshare. So this is where uh, using the targeting that Google has but combining it with the right script – is powerful and so for these industries mortgage insurance just take insurance as an example there are certain pain points that each person who buys insurance or has insurance has right whether it's auto insurance whether it's home insurance life insurance medicare you name it commercial insurance then they are, there are certain pain points that every audience feels. And so understanding who our audience is and what the, the problems that they face are, but really how those problems cause them to feel internally and how it causes them to respond, this is what we want to go after. I want to not sell to the external problem that people have. Rather, I want to sell to the, the emotion or the feeling that that external problem causes them to feel Here's a good example. Most people, uh, and a very simple strategy on insurance is to just target people based on price. Save, you know, and, and we're bombarded with it, right? But save fifteen percent or more on your auto insurance. Blah 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 blah. That is a very common thing. That's a very external problem. However, where you have success in your script, and this is this would go for any vertical, where you have good success in your script, is when you address the re, the, the 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 feeling or the emotion, the internal uh, struggle that they feel. From that external problem. And so this is how we uh, teach a lot of our students, this is how we teach a lot of our clients is to address the internal struggle that that, that people feel, because that's what makes a buying decision. People make decisions based on emotions, they justify them with logic. So let's go after the emotional triggers that people have. So when you're dealing with insurance, you're dealing with legal, you're dealing with mortgage the same principles apply and it's really attacking that root problem that the audience has Uh, and 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 it's up to you to know that and the business owner and this is why I like working with business owners because business owners may not be the best on camera at first right they're not used to being on camera but man you ask them about their their customer you ask them all kinds of good business owners you ask them what are their customers feeling what are the problems what are the pain points what are the struggles what are the what are the problems that they have internal and uh, externally they can nail that down and when they nail that that down, then that makes script writing so much easier, and then you can use Google to target them on YouTube in a way that is uh, unlike any other platform because Google owns the internet.
0: That's great. That's great stuff. I was I was going to follow up, and I think you mostly went into it. <laughs> I mean, you're saying you're 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 saying the script is so important, and you know, sort of what what are the key points? But I think the key point here, uh, as you're saying, is sort of um, and it's a general marketing thing, obviously too, right? But we often forget it is to not. Speak just about the external factors, but uh, about how that makes you feel, right? The the emotion tied to it, because we, we we're never taking emotion out of it, because people will ultimately make their decision based on. That. What do your funnels look like? I mean, uh, are they like how direct response are we? You, you say you like to get really close to the mm-hmm. sale. I mean, often with YouTube, we 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 find we we bridge that a mm-hmm. lot for example, my my agency works a lot with webinar funnels because it's a training and people are on YouTube, average 40-minute sessions. They're sort of geared up for a learning activity like that. Um, but where are you sending people often right after this ad? Are we just going right to sort of book an appointment? And does that work well for you? How are you seeing the audience take that ad and
1: turn it into action. Great question. So the the way that I typically like to run things, and remember, I'm, I'm working with business owners and a lot of whom are in the financial services. So there's a lot of qualifying and disqualifying. So my favorite style of lead gen is to take them from an ad that they see and they click on to a survey. I like survey forms because, uh, with conditional logic. So uh, they answer a question a certain way. They go down the rabbit hole and they answer and if they answer a question a particular way, I kick them out they don 't get to the end. They are disqualified for lack of a better term and uh let's let 's run this example through mortgage so most lenders, not all, but a lot of lenders will tell you hey i don 't really want to work with somebody who has a poor credit score, okay, or they 'll say i don 't want to work with somebody who can't afford." You know, I'm I'm here right now in the California Bay Area. If someone said, "Well, I can't afford any more than fifteen hundred dollars a month," well, they just the math isn't penciling out. They're just not going to be able to buy a home. Let's not waste anybody's time with this. So we kick them out. So what we do is we run ads to surveys with conditional logic. Then if they get through the gauntlet of qualifying themselves, meaning they answered all the questions correctly, they weren't disqualified on anything based on credit. Uh, you know what they say for credit, what they say they can afford. Um, then we will run them to a thank you page that redirects from the survey, and on that has a calendar booking, and they are prompted to book, a, uh, book an appointment. Uh, if they do not book an appointment, they will get retargeted until they do book an appointment, um, but we are uh, running everything from qualifying survey to uh, appointment.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, so, and I would assume that it's even like a slight gamification angle, right? Like it's sort of like a see if you qualify Yeah, there's a type, lot of that. Up, yeah, there's right? a lot
1: of that. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of uh, you know, complete the quiz. There's a lot of take the assessment. There's right. a, there's a lot of those different angles for sure. Uh, once they get to a certain page, before we ask for a lot of uh, upfront information, we bring we do bring in a little bit of visual, letting them know that they do qualify. So if I'm running an ad that targets people who want to buy a home within uh, sixty days right? You and I know that 30 of those 60 is typically going to be an escrow process. So we're going after a more more uh, serious buyer, somebody who wants to buy um, right now with urgency. And uh, we tell them based on the questions that the likelihood that they, uh, qual- that they can meet this goal of moving within 60 days is extremely high. Maybe I use a photo, maybe I use emojis, maybe I use a percentage. Uh, I've done it all. And that is where we ask for information after that. Letting them know that based on the fact that they said they can afford it, based on the fact that they have good credit, based on the fact that they're not working with the lender, based on the fact they're not working with the realtor, based on the fact that they want to move, uh, based on the fact that they're employed, all these different qualification factors, now if they're really serious, they can actually do this. And so we let them know that and then we ask for information and then we take them to a booking page where they schedule an appointment and uh, and, and hope that so they book. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That it makes that makes a ton of sense.
0: Uh, so as far as getting in front of these people, this is, this is super interesting to me, especially for this sort of what I would say drier uh, type of stuff, right? Uh, because often when we think about you, so basically on YouTube, uh, you're targeting by placements, which is getting in front of specific YouTube videos, keywords, where you're targeting specific topics slash search terms that people might use in the Google ecosystem, but they're not direct search terms in YouTube. Um, they're sort of a combination and then uh, there's audiences where you can go for in-market or custom intent, et cetera, et cetera. So what are your best tactics to get in front? Because obviously you're not as concerned about what videos you're getting in front of here, right? You're more concerned about the audience in this specific targeting scenario. So what's your strategy yeah, there? I,
1: I uh, you know, I don't really do a lot with placements, hardly at all. Um... I, I just, it's not my, not my, not my thing. Um, and I find it to be something that was really popular maybe, uh, in the past, but with Google and what they've given you now, with tools that they've given you now, we, we find that we have a lot more success Most times, I mean, we do a lot of in-market audiences, don't get me wrong, but we also find that we have a lot of uh, success in different verticals and in different geographic locations using custom intent and uh, custom affinity audiences. So I want to populate a list of 50 to 100 different uh, keywords, uh, make one big giant bag of of custom intent uh, audiences, and really make them very specific to the offer uh, or to the audience. So I don't mix... um, terms with urls i don't mix terms with uh, different products i'm very specific to the product very specific to the offer uh, be it life insurance or uh, home insurance it doesn't matter uh mortgage uh prepaid legal uh, you name it right and so we don't mix and match um and we make very specific audiences and we run those audiences. Uh, we have a lot of success in a lot of areas. We're using custom affinity audiences um, based on interests, but also different audiences based on URL placement. Um, and we tend to get a lot of that. So, again, going back to the idea that we want to get as close to the sale as humanly possible, um, we find that this is the best way to do it. When people are researching, watching, searching for, um, or visiting different pages or websites on the internet, uh, they're, in the, they're, they're in the market. Yes, it's insurance. A very dry and boring topic, it absolutely is. But it's not dry and boring to the person who really needs to get insurance because they just bought you know, uh, a $20,000 engagement ring mm, for their yeah. wife. So it's not too dry and boring to them. They're, they're very much uh, down the funnel, the awareness funnel of needing to make a, a purchase decision. And that's what we want to get in front of. So let's let's
0: drill down. Let's get a little nerdy about this. Uh, so you're you're making your custom intent audience, which um, some people may know, some people may not know, is a very powerful way to create an audience of people that have an intent towards something specific by a group of keywords. Google recommends fifty. You're saying you use about fifty, so that's great. Some people say to validate those keywords first in keyword campaigns. Do you do that, or how do how do you really drill down on fifty super 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 hyper? Yeah, there's a
1: there's a few different ways to do it. Uh, there's kind of a manual way that kind of uh, guarantees certain things. There is uh, there's different tools. I, I use um, uh, a keyword research tool um, that I pay for. It's a subscription. Uh, it's KeywordTool.io. Um, I like to use that, and I will really try to find different variances of the keyword that I'm doing. So I'll go very specific. I'll look very broad. Um, I'll kind of look in and around the whole, you know, kind of radius of that one keyword and what they might be searching for, what they're looking for, or the content that they're watching, and that's how I'll populate it. Uh, Some of my audience campaigns, or some of my audiences have 50, some of them have 75, some of them have up to 100. Uh, Depends on kind of how big of a geography I'm looking to target, Uh, i.e. Texas is a much larger territory than Providence, Rhode Island. So, you know, it really depends on what I'm trying to do there. Um, but I try to really populate it with really strong keywords that people are doing and then different variances of those keywords. Um, and then, um, I hope I'm answering the question here. So I, I, I try and I try to run different tests. So I'll have one that's a little bit more specific versus one that's more broad. But overall, I'll use the keyword KeywordTool.io uh, for good research. But I'll also look on YouTube to see what is ranking uh, organically. What is what content is is getting to the top, and I'll see what keywords they're using or what tags they're using on those specific videos. Because I think that's also very important, right? Uh, if I have a video that was uploaded three months ago and it's got over a one million organic views. Well, I'd like to jump in front of that a little bit. So I'm going to look for those keywords that are that are on that because I want to get in front of that audience. Uh, Medicare is a good example of this. Most people don't assume that uh, elderly folks who are searching for who are eligible for Medicare are using YouTube. However, if you just do a, an incognito window and go to YouTube and type in Medicare, you'll find a lot of video content that gets hundreds of thousands of millions of views from people talking about Medicare. Who's watching this content? I can assure you it's not me. I'm 36 years old, but it's probably somebody who's eligible for Medicare. And so the audience is there. Uh, so to find out you know, what they're searching for and what videos they're watching and what content I want to jump in front of, um, I'll, I'll look up the – manually I'll look up the keywords that are associated with that video content
0: and and you're seeing good results with affinity audience as well which is sort of i guess similar to interest targeting that you would see in Facebook sort of but uh, i've sort of heard of mixed results and seen mixed results with affinity audiences myself but you're seeing good yeah, results yeah you
1: can with- again it's it's not i mean if there's not one strategy that you should uh lean you know lean all your weight on but uh, it should be a combination of both and so uh i've seen i've run campaigns that have I've been murdered on when it comes to offended audiences. I've run campaigns where I get two or three dollar conversions, and so um, it's never a guarantee. We're targeting nonprofits this way. This is a great way to target nonprofits, um, and so you know they're mm. a government entity. Surely they have to go to a certain website on the IRS. Or surely they're researching certain they're researching certain content, especially if they're new to being a nonprofit. So. So it is Mm, a good tip. um, You have to think about your audience, right? And this this is where it comes down to we put too much emphasis and too much love into the platform. And don't get me wrong. I love the platform. The platform can go away tomorrow. And if you understand – your audience, you understand the human behavior, you understand what they're trying to do. And you look at the ad campaign from their eyes and you kind of reverse engineer it. And it, it doesn't matter what the platform is. I just like it because of the, 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 the features that it gives me, but if it went away, we'd figure something out because we know what our audience wants and whether it's smoke signals, carrier pigeons, Facebook, direct mail, or YouTube, right? None of the, it's, you have to be cautious that you don't fall in love with the, with the platform and you fall more in love with knowing the audience and where they're segregated, where they're hurting, you know, wh- where they are, where they are together. YouTube just happens to be a fantastic place that has a lot of them, and so that's why we like it. Um, but if there was something that came out tomorrow for video marketing where everybody was on it, well, we'd figure that out <laughs> next. I mean, that's that's you, you just use the bells and whistles that it has available to you, but. Um, you can't fall in love with the mechanism and you can't fall in love with the individual strategy. Some people will live and die by placements. I, personally, I don't have any successful placements and they're very hard to scale. Um, so I don't do a lot with placements. Uh, I've heard a lot of people dodge keywords and they'll say, well, keywords aren't very they good are, because yeah. um, you know people don't properly tag their videos. That is more or less true, but it's still a much easier way to get a cheaper cost per view, cheaper cost per click by doing it than by other, by other avenues. And so you have to kind of run the gamut a little bit and you have to kind of see what works for you and what works in California may not work in Ohio. Uh, what works on one, um, what works on one niche may not work on another. And so you have to, that only comes with experience and that only comes with actually doing it. And luckily we've done it enough and we, you know, but we're not always perfect. And when we're not perfect, we think, okay, what's bad, what's the backup? What's plan C What's plan D and, and, and we go that route. So, so what is the best um,
0: the best avatar exercise that you can do with regards to YouTube um, to really understand? I've been through audience. a lot
1: of good trainings that really help me with this. Um, uh, Aside from being, you know, what we do with with Google Ads, we're also a, a story brand guide. I'm not sure if, if some people in the audience might be familiar with story brand. Um, and you know, Donald Miller, who's a who's a really good author and run story brand. Uh, I I take a lot from him when it comes to finding my, uh, my audience and my avatar, really it's trying to figure out, okay, who do we want to target? Now let's figure out who the, uh, what the ideal, what the biggest problem that they face is. Uh, And we find, when we figure out what the ideal or the external problem that they face is, then we really want to attack what the, uh, what the, how that, problem makes them feel. And once we know that, then we can kind of get behind some of the philosophical reasons why uh, they would want to do business with us. So it's really, uh, aside from doing those things, a lot of it is market research. A lot of it is surveys. A lot of it is finding out what our customers want and what they say that their biggest problems are. Um, But I ask, you know, I kind of go through a list of 16 different questions a lot of times that that I focus in on when I'm Struggling. Okay, who they are as a, as a human being, what their biases are, uh, from all things, from religion to politics to uh, the food that they eat. Right. I'm trying to understand who they really are, and then I really want to get down to the the emotional reasons on why they make decisions. So, what are the injustices that they that they hate? What are the uh, what are the biases that they have? What um, you know what what do they what do they want? Uh, what do they want their ideal self to be? How do they envision themselves? Uh, once they do those things, and I. Guess Get a really clear picture as to you know if I'm looking at a new audience, I really get a clear picture as to how I want to uh, attack it, for lack of a better word. That's great. Do 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 you have any specific soft stats
0: that you're looking at? I mean, I I, I love to drill down on the uh, the nerdier stuff, for lack of a better term. I mean, what are you looking for? I mean, we're usually looking for about a one percent click through rate or so. But often when I'm testing audiences, the thing about when I when I'm often using placements and keywords. Because I do see placements working um, relatively well for certain niches. And for others, they just bomb. I see keywords work very often. Uh, but for both of those, I'll often see like they'll they, they won't they will always feed out the whole budget. They have to ramp up, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Audiences usually feed out instantaneously and spend all your money. Uh, I usually know if they work or don't work right off the bat. And you probably yeah. see that see a similar trend what do you what do you see yeah so i really look working.
1: at my clicks to conversions and my ad spend so those are the three biggest metrics i look at and so what i want to see if, if if i am not hitting and this is a bare minimum if i'm not if i get a hundred clicks and I don't have at least 10 conversions. So 10% from uh, conversion to clip. Um, then I know that there's a problem. I really want to be kind of in that 15 to 20% range. That's how I know I'm really having a winner. But I would, depending on the niche, my cost per click to be whatever. Um, but if I don't have at least. Ten percent or better, as a minimum, that I know that we have we have issues. A lot of the stuff that we target and that our customers target is higher ticket, and so that ten percent is okay with me. You know, somebody you know on a life insurance policy, somebody might make two thousand dollars on commission on that. So they're okay spending. $20 $20 a lead. Right? They're okay with that with a close ratio of whatever. Um, they know that their cost per acquisition is still extremely, extremely profitable. So those are the metrics that I look at. I don't put a lot of stock uh, into um, you know view rate. I don't put a lot of – I mean, I look at it. I, I, I'm cognizant of it. Click-through rate, I'm cognizant of it. But really what I'm looking at is clicks, conversions, cost per conversion. That's really what I'm what I'm focusing on. Uh, and that makes it really simple and allows me to be a little bit more efficient in what we're doing. Yeah, and, and do you ever know
0: exactly, uh, do, are, are there certain markers that will tell you whether it's the, yeah. Uh, yeah. the, so the audience if my, or the if, creative if I know that's that, not quite working uh, Let's well? say
1: like a mortgage ad. If my cost per click is above $2, I know we have a problem. And that just comes from running it a lot. Um, if I know that, so if I'm not getting any clicks, then it's a problem with the with the script. It's a it's always a problem with the ad. The ad's job is to get you to the landing page, and so landing page's have to convert. So if I'm not getting clicks, mm. it's a creative problem. It's a script problem. You wouldn't say that that's a targeting problem. Uh, it You'd could be a it's targeting a definitely problem. For sure. a, I mean, a script problem. They make it so dummy proof in a lot of these cases. If if you're trying to target life insurance, you've got ten life insurance keywords in there, or you know, you've got a hundred custom intent keywords in there for life insurance, and it's still not. So we're assuming that the target sure, is right, right, a C plus or better. Um, then I, I believe it's a scripting issue. If – I'm getting a ton of clicks, but no conversions. Well, then my landing page is the problem. the The ad did its job; it got lots of clicks, but they got they got freaked out on the on the landing page. You know, it's like, and and this is why your landing page is is almost as equally important, if not more important, than the ad itself, right? Because it's the ad, it's the landing page, and the survey that has to do the heavy lifting. And if the mouse sees one hair on the cheese, it's going to freak out and run. And so, you know, it's going to you have to make sure that your landing page is is really really tight and legit.
0: Yeah, that's that's a that's a really good point. There's only so much we can do driving traffic. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Where can we find out more about you and your and your program?
1: Yeah, I mean, people can go to uh, to my website. There's a couple different outlets. Uh, I have a free Facebook group. It's a freemium group. I, you know, people on this, if they're marketers, they're aware of this. It's we do tell people we do promote our program, although it's it's 90% uh, info, intel, and maybe only five percent sales, and the rest is you know, shenanigans, but they can go to our Facebook group, uh, if they just type in major look video marketing, uh, YouTube ads for small business, they can find our free group. Um uh, they can contribute. They can ask questions. I'm going to, I'm not going to hold anything back. Um, we're going to discuss YouTube ads and strategy, or they can go to my website. If they want to learn more about our program at www.madeylookvideo.com, com.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Great to get your insights about local businesses and these these specific niches. I'm, they're, they're, there's a lot. Awesome. Uh, there's a lot here that people are going to be able to use in their own campaigns. So thank you so much, and thanks everybody for being here. Uh, have an amazing day. We will see you next week, and good luck this week.